Irashai, Irashai, Okoso to coffee with Klavi. Yes, yes, today I've gone with the Japanese introduction. I've had the thought, I, I think I could rotate between a few different intros, depending on my mood. It's kind of in a Japanese mood, and being Japanese, uh, sometimes I'll speak in the Nihongo de. Anywho. What is today's topic, you say, Clavi? Oh, thanks for asking, Clavi. I was having this thought in the gym, like I usually do, working out. Wow, amazing. The thought was energy. And, like, the importance of it in our lives. Now you're like, Clavi, like, you fool. Like, this is one of the classic blunders. Of course energy is important. ATP and the mitochondria, the fuel, the powerhouse of the cell. Yes, 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 yes. I, I, I know, we all know the smart Alex out there. Yes, your joke has been made. Ha, ha, ha. Great, you've laughed at my expense. Congrats. Uh, I'm talking more about energy as in like vibes and just sort of like the flow of energy in the universe. So we're like, we're like on a different wavelength than you, bro. But the same wavelength. So, what the hell does this have to do with coffee? Well, haha. For me, I think part of this transfer of energy and, right, bringing the positive vibes, energy, and stuff to people for me is, right, coffee. Right? And that, you know, when I serve coffee, I, I honestly do think it does taste different depending who makes your coffee, right? And how they make it. What are their thoughts? What is their sort of mood when they make it? And I think that really can translate to anything, right? And, I think the perfect example of this craftsmanship is Japan. Japan has such a a culture and attention to detail that honestly I have not seen in other cultures people as um, commonly, right? As it's sort of like a pervasive idea amongst all aspects of the culture. And right, you meet people like that here. You see them, right? You meet masters in their craft and such, but. I think overall, as a society, uh, Japan has more of that, you know, attention to detail and, right, the process, the ritual of doing things does bring a different feel and service, right? You you walk into any shop in Japan, right? I know, honestly, it's going to be like probably a sub-theme of my podcast, Japan. Um, surprise. Uh, I live there, I am Japanese basically, and I speak Japanese, so deal with it. Uh, maybe that's why you're here, but actually that, that is why you're here. You are here for the Japanese. Arigatou gozaimasu, arigatou gozaimasu. Uh, but right like that, when you walk into any shop in Japan, there is a, there's a saying, and you know the saying if you've been to Japan. I know, you're, you're all listening here, and you're like, I know, Klavi, I'm, I'm hearing it, I'm hearing it, I'm hearing it. I know my, my friends in Port Jeff are like, oh my God, Klavi, Klavi, why are you doing this to me? You're, you haven't even said it yet, and I'm hearing it like 20 times. All my friends in Japan are like, oh my God, Klavi, like, yes, we can hear it every day. Well, for those of you who don't know, uh, there is a phrase that translates as, like, welcome. Right? Welcome to the shop. And it's been a fun experience recently. I've been reading Japanese novels, and they're always, almost always in each book, there is a a time when they enter a restaurant or a shop and then, you know, it's like, they say, oh, the shopkeeper said welcome. And I'm like, oh, they didn't say welcome. They said something else. They said, erashai, masi, erashai, erashai. 
Now, like, the, the classic one is irashaimase, which is like when you go into a 7-Eleven, you go into a kombini or a, any shop, right? They'll say irashaimase, irashaimase, with that sort of intonation. Uh, the irashai is like more of like a food restaurant kind of thing. Like you're like a, a ramen place, a sushi place. Or you're like, you know, you got these like old Japanese chefs who are just like, you know, I don't want to say old school, but, you know, they're kind of like, you know, old guy who's like been making sushi for like 40 years and he's like irashai, irashai, come eat my sushi come on in and right that's um, part of the attention to detail right it's kind of the, the experience is already crafted is when you enter any shop in Japan you're, you're welcomed and it's it's kind of nice it, you know I, do I miss it yes and no it's annoying obviously right every place you walk in you hear it but it kind of is like oh I could smell some funnel cake ooh baby Ooh, I can smell some, ooh, deep fried Oreos. Yeah, you, you get a little bit of the Clavi experience as he's driving around. Um, yeah, there's a, um, a fair on the other side of the street. Don't worry, I'm not going. It's not, it's, uh, not in my cut uh, um, diet, even though I do occasionally have the snacks. Um, plus, I don't really like rides, to be honest, at the, um, you know, these carnivals. I do like roller coasters, but I'm also not a fan of games. I'm Arcade games, nah, I'm, I'm good. But anywho, back to Japan. The idea of like Irashai Mase and like, you know, the experience of sushi chefs or any any chef, right? Any craftsman in Japan. And, right, I honestly, I really do believe that, right? That their craftsmanship, their attention to this, their, you know, their artistry, you could say, is, you know, them giving their energy into their craft, which then comes to us as the consumer, right? Whether that's food, uh, like an item, right? That even goes back to like, you know, the Japanese samurai, right? With the swords and all the equipment for that blacksmiths, which is in a bygone age, which we don't really know anymore because everything is basically automated. And um, a lot of that craftsmanship is lost actually to the modern world and that it's just sort of done by you know, these corporations that, I don't want to say robotize, because I don't think that's a word. Automate? Maybe automate. 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 Automate the process of making whatever it is that thing is, right? So much of all of our goods here in the States, right, is also, is outsourced to uh, third world countries, right, where the labor is much cheaper for these huge corporations to make a bigger profit, or China, where the... Uh, currency difference and the wage people are willing to accept plus you know working conditions and you know, violating human rights maybe stuff like that uh, but we're right now here to really comment on that but just you know right like companies will obviously take this opportunity to make more money as is human nature right kind of you know we we shit on uh, corporations and governments for for doing things but like right anyone in that position would probably do the same thing so it's it's a tough thing, right? If you if you were like trying to make money as a company, like you're gonna do that kind of thing. Like now, obviously, right? Once you get into like like the extreme, like being a billionaire, like like a Bezos or like you know whatever, right? Then then we're in territory of like, all right, like you don't have you never like basically never have to make money again, like right? Because like right, going from let's say like ten thousand dollars to a hundred thousand, pretty pretty fair difference. Hundred thousand to a million, okay, like you definitely can improve uh, things million to like 10 100 million I don't I think you're just really you know adding a few cars to the to the lot or you know 
just, um, you know, okay, you get to, like, really fancy restaurants. You get, like, more expensive clothes. So it's like, you know, okay, now I'm doing a social commentary, but, like, anyway, where, where was I going with this? That, right, we're, we're losing this craftsmanship because, like, so much of the world has been encouraged, right, by, you know, companies to, right, do things in the most profitable way, which, right, it, paying a craftsman is uh, a timely and co- timely process, timely and costly process, right, timely because it takes them time, costly because, right, you do have to pay them for their work, which is why it's important that we do support local businesses and, like, local coffee shops because, right, they are taking that effort to, right, give us that coffee experience that, you know, Starbucks initially was all about and now, right, is more of, like, the McDonald's of coffee. I'm probably going to use to say that phrase like a thousand times, but like, right, facts are facts. So, just a curious thing, right, that, you know, people can transfer their energy or their feelings through their, their work, their actions, their, their uh, production of whatever it is, right? And production could be anything, right? We're talking, it could be production of experiences, right? Production of services, production of goods, so basically any job is what I'm saying, right? Like whether, let's say, right, if you physically make something, right, you're making that. If you make experiences like you're an actor or you're a, um, you know, you're a YouTuber or an artist, right, you're making something to be consumed. Or let's say you're a, um, a doctor, for example, you're, you know, you're making a procedure that, right, will be used or, you know, performed on someone so they can, you know, not be so broken, as it were, or, you know, or fix whatever problems they had. So, right, everyone contributes something in some way and whatever their role is to this whole, you know, um, I, I would say wave of energy. I, I wouldn't say a singular wave, but, right, this sort of, like, continuation of energy, right? So, for me, it's always been very important to... I want to say, like, I'm, I've always been, like, the most attuned with this, but something I have definitely picked up on this sometimes where it's like the energy just kind of like ah, eh, you know this is like the, the vibes just aren't right like the vibes are right what the hell are you doing bro oh my god people don't know how to drive anymore yes i know they don't know how to drive anywho so yeah i, I think applying this to your life right and like what does this look like with coffee right there's something like for me, right, when I do a coffee tasting, I'm sharing coffee with you. It's like, this is me facilitating the energy in the universe in my way. And, right, coffee is a natural facilitator, right? It's a a gatherer of people. It brings people together. If you look uh, back at the Turkish tradition of coffee uh, in the Middle East, the old coffee shops, a big part of that was really coming together and enjoying coffee, which is part of the Turkish uh, tradition of coffee. Turkish coffee is a curious thing. It's uh, the finest um, degree, not degree is the wrong word, uh, grain, not grain, um, grind, grind, grind of coffee, right? The, uh, like, nearly a powder. And there is a traditional instrument they use to make the coffee, and now they have, like, machines that do it. It's, um, I haven't had enough to really know if, like, it's something I want to drink all the time. I have definitely appreciated for what it is. And I would say the biggest problem with it is that 
right? The very bottom of it is a, uh, like, fine, is like the, the powder, the leftovers. And, right, if you've never had it before, you're not aware of this powder, you're going to try and drink it, and you're going to be kind of miserable. Uh, I did that once, like, a long time back ago in college. And then I was like, oh. And I Googled it, and Google's like, hey, Turkish coffee has this at the bottom. You don't want those bits. And now I know. So, right, the curious lesson here, taking from the Turks... Is that the word? I don't even know if that's the right word. You know, I'm just thinking of in, 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 Istanbul, not Constantinople, uh, right now, and I'm, like that song is playing in my head. But we're in New York right now. Well, I'm in New York. Maybe you're not, but you're here for the coffee from Klavi. And needless to say, that right, we're we're gathering people in right the physical sense when we have coffee with them. Right, we're getting the stuff, getting together, just chatting, and. I think coffee really is a natural facilitator of this, like, movement of energy, right? So for me, it's very important to make sure that, you know, energy is always being uh, positively moved, transformed, transferred, managed, energy management. And I really feel like, I wish they would have, like, sort of talked about this in school, right? Like, how to, like, you know. I mean, right, we're, we're in sort of, like, pseudoscience, right? Like, we're, like I'm sort of, like, combining a whole bunch of, like, things I've observed over the years into, like, words for you. And you're just like, Clavi, like, I, I understand you completely. Others of you are just like, Clavi, you're insane. Both are true. Um, but which one is more true, that is up to you. So I would say, where 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 is this going? Where where are we going, Clavi? Like, what kind of journey are you taking on with us today, Clavi? Please, please, please save us! All right. Well, saving you from myself, not my other self, but this self. That right? We want to make sure we're doing right things that are quote good, right? Sort of the golden rule: do unto others. Like you kind of know what the right thing is. You don't have to like you know keep that energy flowing. Like, you definitely can tell when, like, the energy is kind of, like, not flowing in the way it should. Um, and, like, I could go into detail of things that where I feel like more, like, maybe like a rant on, on this. And, like, how people are just, like, you know, not doing this in certain examples. I won't rant too much, but the rant will be basically this. That, right, phones. Phones. Cell phones. I hate cell phones. But I also like cell phones. But... You probably know why, and already have like have heard this idea before of like phones are ruining the world, yet also making it like a really good place. <clears throat> it's right. You have this um, wonderful technology, but a technology that can right very easily just like disrupt the vibes of natural life and how like humans were meant to interact. Like right. We've all been there now where we're hanging out with people and, like, everyone's on their phone. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I guess we're all on our phone now. I'm not on my phone. I'm just chilling there most of the time, like, 99% of the time. But, right, like, the phone is just, like, right, you have whatever is going on in that situation with, like, family, friends, you know, you're at work or stuff, and then it's just like, actually... You know what? I'm I'm just gonna like disappear to like this place somewhere else in the world right now. Even though I have like all this in front of me. So it's like you're sort of just like cutting off the the flow of energy like by you and then you're just like no. So like, right, how does it pertain to you, Claudia? I I will tell you exactly how it pertains to me. Well, I've worked in service, I've worked with 
people for a long time in different capacities. Right? More recently with, you know, customer service in the like foodish industry. And right in that situation, right, you really can't have a phone out when you're chatting or, you know, having customers present, right? I, I don't want to speak to like what should or shouldn't be done. I'll make a statement like this. The object of customer service is to serve the customer, right? Whatever that thing is. So you want to make sure that you're there and present to make sure they are taken care of, you know, whatever questions they have, make sure they're like, you know, whatever things that are needing to be solved, they can be solved, right? So like example for a coffee shop, all right, so you have all your condensation set up. So right, whatever they need, it's there. Okay, you have cashier to make sure cool take the order any questions make sure they get the stuff and then you have barista for like making the the drinks okay right as long as this is all taken care of like and you know you're giving the customer some kind of experience right because everything is an experience these days really then and that's kind of the reason why people do things right we want to say no no it's all because of the you know the, the dollar or the the whatever you know well i you know i i drink this or i i go to this store i shop at this comic book shop i i shop at target and it's like right but like it's because it makes you feel a certain way right like starbucks doesn't make money because like they're the best coffee ever right like pike's place is like honestly garbage like it's fine but like i would never be caught drinking that like just to drink it it's, it is not my cup of coffee at all. It is like, like I said, I, not for me, you know, maybe for like, you know, the av- you know, I'm not saying I'm above the average, but like, right, as like a first cup of coffee, I would say, okay, you know what? Yeah, go with Pikes, like, see if you like this, right? Cause then like, you're like, okay, this is like, basically like a normal cup of coffee, right? There's like, there's no craziness to it, right? It's not like a dark rose. There's no crazy flavors, right? We're just like coffee, right? And right, if, we're defining coffee as just a basic cup of coffee. Yes, Pikes is that, right? You can get that kind of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. You can get that coffee at Seven Eleven. You can get that coffee anywhere. And like, if that's what you're like wanting, expecting, right? Well, we've talked about expectation before, right? And that's sort of like, you know what you're getting into. You're like, yes, I, I just want coffee. And you get that, you know, you add your cream, you add your sugar, and you're like, cool, this tastes basically as I would like it. Then, right, who am I to, right, you know, say, you know, that's what you should or should not drink. So, right, we're, we want to be facilitating this, you know, exchange between customers and, right, whatever employee at whatever place, if you're in customer service. I mean, honestly, like, customer service applies to every job. So, like, right, you, you honestly, in this day and age, um, you want to be more present than not. Because, right, like, people who are present like a hundred percent will stand out. I know I stand out. Um, like not to toot my own horn, but it's something I do make a conscious effort to do. And I, you know, don't want to say, you know, I don't want to brag, but right. I, I do believe people have noticed this and they've found me to be like, oh wow, Claudia, you're, you're quite the character. Well, yes, I, I am a character uh, of sorts. Um, but right, like when everyone's on their phone and right, this, this is not going anywhere. Phones are Phones aren't going nowhere, you know. We're we're just waiting to the next level, the matrix, and we put them in our palms and we start just, you know, dialing in our brains, like, because that's the next step of this technology. So you're like, Clavi, you're crazy. 
You're like, mm, give it 30 years, my friend. Give it 30 years and we'll see uh, where that goes because, right, like, right, phones are going nowhere, computers are going nowhere, so you gotta decide how you're going to interact with them. And whatever job you have, there's gonna be phones. So like, I think rules where we're like, no, you can't use your phone, blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's not the day and age anymore. Like you can say that, but people are gonna check their phones. Like you can't like, you can't control people, right? Like how many times does a customer come up on their goddamn phone talking to someone and it's like, oh, just give me a minute. I'll have a blah, blah, blah. And it's like, bro, excuse me, excuse me. I am a human. I am here to take your order. Get the hell off your phone. Talk to me. Tell me exactly what you want. Make sure the order is right. Make sure, and then call your person. Don't, don't do this switching of your thing. It's, it's rude. It's extremely rude. And you know what? It's okay. We've all been there. We've all done that. It's, you know, right? We've all been on our phone in the drive-thru. We've been on our phone online at some place. So like, right, like the point isn't like to never do this. Cause right, at some point you're gonna do it and you're like, oh shit, like I, okay, I, I should not be doing this. And right, as long as you're being mindful and you're like, or like, oh, you know, okay, like, right, let me not be on my phone. Um, because it's just like, right, like we're humans. So we wanna be present for the humans that are in our life. That's something I've made a very big effort to try and do. Um, like in those smaller moments when you're just like at the store or, you know, you're kind of just at, at some place, you know, where there's people. <laughs> oh, a place with people, Clavi. Whoa, Clavi, what are you doing? Where are you going these days? Be like, yes, I know. A, a place with people that, you know, you're, you're just going to pay attention to them. You're going to, you know, do whatever it is that needs to be done with them. You're going to pay attention to them. And that's, that's it. You're, you're not going to you be like, you know, multitasking with like phone, them, phone them. You're just like, cool. Let me listen to what you have to say. Cool. Great. Uh, I think that's really something we could like take away right from this energy, right? If we're like an energy flow in conversation with groups of people, with friends, with whatever, with libations, with whatever it is that you do with your friends, right? Like I would recommend to make sure you are being aware and conscious of how you're doing stuff with people and then like what you're doing and then like, right, maybe not using your phone. Right, right, like, you know, keeping your phone off to the side, right? We've all heard of these like parties or articles or things where like, like, all right, you're going to put your phone in this box. No one's looking at the phone. It's just like, I don't know, like being the police. No, come on. Like we like, I think it's definitely something we could do once in a while. I think it's definitely a very cool thing to like be like, you know what, for like holidays. Okay, that that's definitely a reasonable thing to like bring out or for like a special party or like maybe weddings just to be like, you know what? No. No phones. We're making a statement. Um, you know, letting everyone know what the expectation of is like, hey, we are not having phones at this party. There's going to be a thing. You're going to put it in. It's going to be fine. You can go check it, but then, like, you have to, like, put it back into the thing and you're fine. Um, so that could be something you could try, right? Where it's just, like, all right? Like, sort of a game, too. Like, whoever goes to their phone first, like, I don't know, it's, like, a dollar. And then, like, the next person's, like, two dollars. And then, like, I don't know, there's, like, a pool or, you know, some, some make a game of it. Because, like, 
Like, why not make something more fun than less fun? And I think that's all I have for you today. I, you know, just want to keep those vibes flowing. Make sure you have something interesting to listen to in your, you know, whatever you're doing. Uh, maybe drink some coffee while you're at it. Uh, the coffee I had today was, um, had the Papua New Guinea Starbucks Reserve. It was good. We're going to make some cold brew today uh, in the toddy system by um, Pacific Coast. It's um, my trainer's friend's coffee company. Um, we're going to see on the dark roast comes out as a cold brew. I'm definitely going to experiment more with like, cold brew, seeing how they can bring out different tastes. Cause I, I had cold brew before today, right before the gym. And like, I, I got it just right. The amount of coffee to water was great uh, for me. So if I can get that taste for me, then that means you can get your taste, whether that involves like milk, sugar, you know, maybe a little less water, a little more, whatever that looks like. Or maybe you want to steam your cold brew and you know, make something like that or heat it up. You can heat it up. Don't forget. Uh, so I'm going to experiment with that. I did experiment with the Starbucks Odyssey, and that was when I drank today for a cold brew. It was it was pretty pretty good. It was like kind of like the hot coffee, a little more mellow, uh, an enjoyable kind of summery taste, and that was nice. Definitely like easy to drink, because sometimes like hot coffee, it just takes time, and you're just like, just like doesn't really hit the spot, especially later in the day. Somehow later in the day, like the vibes are more energy, energy back to energy. There you have it. It's just like, oh, you know what? We're just going to, no, we're going to have it like this. And that's another thing too, right? Flow of energy with coffee. Like if you choose hot or ice, sometimes, right? Choosing an ice, that's just the wrong flow. Like in the winter, do you really want iced coffee? Is that the right flow of energy? Maybe, maybe for you, maybe not. Also depend on your star sign. Another thing I've been coming to learn more and more about in the how do you say the world these days? I'm trying to think if there's any other coffee-related news I have for you. Um, no, the, the, the coffee, there is um, probably a shipment coming in of one of my things soon, so you will have notes on that. Uh, that will be something interesting for you. Plenty of coffee for people to have for taste testing, so those are available. Um, ah, well, I guess that is something I could say that anytime anyone would like to do a coffee taste testing or, you know, trying different, you know, coffee varietals that I have, I'm more than happy to share what I have in my, um, uh, as they say, um, arsenal and uh, have that available for your uh, tasting perusal. And uh, maybe you like it, maybe you don't. Um, I don't really care um, because, right, it's more about the experience of just trying different coffees than, you know, liking it or not. Um, so... You know, or maybe you don't like coffee, so I'll have to find some teas for you. Uh, the cold brew teas have been coming out well. Earl Grey is amazing as usual, and the mint actually has come out fairly well. That was a surprise. Not really a surprise, but it was a pleasant, like very pleasant taste, and it was very enjoyable. So you know, be something for you to take home into your, you know, whatever notebook you're writing all this stuff down in, and say, ah, yes, Clavi talked about cold brew tea. Yes, you can just. Find whatever container, and then eh, you could probably do like I would say like I think like one tea bag per. Let me see, what is it? Um, eight ounces like as a base, and then you kind of like can go from there. Let it sit more, steep a little bit more, and get those flavors for you. Um, or you could just 
you know, make regular tea and ice it. I haven't really experimented too much with that. That could be something that I look into in the future. Um, I could experiment with different uh, cold brew timing and cold brew, um, like, proportions. But, like, honestly, it comes out good every time. It tastes good. So I'm like, you know, why mess with... Don't have to fix what's not broken. You know what I'm saying? Oh, another wisdom I can throw with you today is don't ask questions you don't want the answer. You're, you're, whoever, my friend is going to be like, Clavi, you, you just you butchered my, my phrase. You, you butchered it. Well, it's basically like this. Don't ask questions that you are not okay with any answer to. For example, a question like, do I look fat in this dress? Don't ask that kind of question because there's an answer that they will say, yes, you look fat in this dress that you're not going to like. So if that is the case, right, you don't want to be asking these types of questions because, right, we're like sort of like, I don't say leading the person, but right, it's like, you're just like putting them in like, in like a knockout spot to be like, well, I could tell you the, the thing that you don't want to hear, or I could just tell you what you want to hear. I know, right? And then we have to be like, well, is this, this and tell me what they really think or they tell me what I want to hear? Mm-hmm. And then you are, then, and there you have it. There you are being manipulated by the people you love and love and know. So, or not, or, you know, right. We're, I don't know if this is really a great thing or a thing, but right. Like we're avoiding trying to like ask these kind of questions where it's like, so like, Hey, like, you know, do you, do you, um, do you like the, how, how, how are my brownies? Like, right, that's, like, a bad question, but, like, right, if I'd be like, hey, like, made these cookies, what are your notes? What, 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 what do you notice when you, (laughs) when you taste these cookies? Okay, if you were to compare them to my previous cookies, what would you say? (laughs) Right, we're we're being kind of sciencey, where it's, like, like, more objective, it's like, okay, like, cool, all of these were more cinnamony, you say, okay, a little more vanilla, you said, a little softer, not as crispy, and you like crispy, uh, duly noted. Like stuff like that, where right, where we're getting like information that we can use, as well as like, right. We're also like asking good questions, right? We don't want to ask bad questions or be like, you know, we're like asking a question for that, hopefully get a certain response, and they give us the wrong response. And they're like, oh. So there you have it. Clavi's advice for today: a little coffee with Clavi. Until the next time, a Johnny.